You're listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday rebel bosses just like you who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by launching digital products online. I'm your host, Eden Freed. Let's learn to launch. Rebel Bosses, welcome back to another show. Today we're going to be talking about Instagram. We are continuing our conversation from last week. So last week we talked all about Reels, uh, how to use Reels, how to get started with Reels, and we learned all about Reels from Natasha, who's an Instagram wizard, (laughs) queen, whatever you want to call, uh, somebody who's an absolute genius in this platform. Today we're going to continue the Instagram conversation, but we're going to zoom out a little bit. We're not just going to focus on one element of the platform, like Reels. We're going to talk about the platform at large and how you can create a social media marketing plan for Instagram that will help you get better engagement. So I invited one of my good friends, Doreen, to come on the show today. She is another incredible Instagram expert, marketing expert in general, um, who's going to teach you all about how you can use the different elements of Instagram to create a cohesive marketing plan that will get those conversations happening with your people. So we're talking about um, not things like how to get more likes, we don't care about that or how to get more followers that doesn't matter right those are vanity metrics we're talking about things like how to get more actual comments and conversations happening in the direct messages um, how to get access to, to people who really are your ideal customers and how to start those conversations with those people So if you don't know Doreen, you're going to fall in love with her today. A little bit about her. She's a graphic designer and a marketing strategist who inspires and empowers you to create marketing that your customers are just going to love and they ignite real results for your business. Her company is called Knapp Creative. It's a boutique marketing agency based out of Alberta, Canada. Her team at Knapp works with small businesses worldwide and she specializes in teaching and implementing down-to-earth marketing and there's really no better way to describe Doreen and the work that she does than by saying down-to-earth because that's exactly who she is. She's just such a warm person. She's so knowledgeable and she's just so much fun. There's a lot that you can learn from her. So before we turn it over to that conversation with Doreen, a quick reminder that if you are interested in learning how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days, I've got a free roadmap that's going to teach you exactly what to do. Head to edenfree.com forward slash RBL to grab your free copy. Please join me in welcoming Doreen. Doreen, I am so excited to be chatting with you. Welcome. Thanks for having me on. I feel like I'm in really good company because your podcast is amazing. So I'm pumped to be here. You always make me blush with the compliment. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, my name is Doreen Vanderhart. I am the owner of Knapp Creative, and we are here to help you uncomplicate your marketing. So I'm just a regular girl. You know, I'm a mom. I have a business. I have all the things going on. So I understand like how busy and how crazy that it can be. So that being said, we're also in business for a reason. We want dollars in our jeans. So how can we make that happen without, you know, spending our entire life staring into our phone? That's what really our mission is. It's like life and then business, but also your business needs to be successful. Yeah, that little caveat. We kind of a little bit of money, right? (laughs) Well, no, but that's why we're doing it. You know, like you don't want to spend that amount of time away from your kids and your family and then not have anything to show for it. So exactly. Yeah, it is important. So today we're talking all about creating a social media marketing plan to get better engagement. 
Um, there's so much that we can dig into here, but Doreen, I want to ask you before we talk about the social media marketing plan, the second half of that better engagement, what does that even mean? Oh, that's a big juicy one right out the gate. Um, I like it. I think so for better engagement. So we're big on Instagram. So that's honestly, I'm just going to tell you right now, that's where this conversation is going to be geared because it's my favorite platform. So engagement can be, you know, likes, comments, shares. Basically, to me, I look at it as conversations. Like I want to be having as many conversations as possible. That to me, that's engagement. So that's how I would qualify it. Um, likes are on Instagram currently, but I don't think it's going to be like that forever. I know they're taking some of them away. Like, I don't think it's honestly super important how many likes you get on a post. I am concerned about comments and DMs, like conversations that you're having because we want to be building relationships. So to me, that's where engagement actually is an important thing and not just a vanity metric where it's like, ooh, my engagement was 4% or whatever. Right. Yeah. It can be easy to get swept up in those numbers that are, if they're high, they can inflate your, your confidence superficially. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's honestly more likely that they're going to be low to be real, like engagement generally, like you're only, you're only reaching a certain percentage of your audience, right? Everybody knows that this is not news. Um, so the numbers are going to feel really low compared, like you're not going to get a hundred percent engagement ever. Like that's not a thing, you know? So then it's like, you get bummed out, you get down on yourself. You think you're doing something wrong you know, you feel like other people are doing better. So it's like, it's the opposite of like having an inflated ego for high engagement. Cause you're probably not going to have it. <laughs> so, yeah. So Instagram has tons of different features. We have Instagram stories, reels. Um, you can go live on Instagram, the actual feed. What am I missing? Anything? IGTV, real stories. Yeah. What am I? I feel like you are the grid, the actual grid is a yeah. thing. So there's a lot of different elements and components to using Instagram. When we're thinking about engagement, do we need to be leveraging each of those different features? I don't think there's a should for anything. I think it really comes down to doing something that works for you. And especially in this space, I'm assuming, Eden, I shouldn't assume this, but I'm assuming a lot of your audience is like us, right? Where you have a business and you have a family and you have like a lot of things on the go maybe a side hustle, right? Like you have a real job, a real job, <laughs> putting in quotations, and then you're trying to build a business on the side or things like that. People are busy across the board. So I'm not going to say like you should, should, should do anything because there's, there's no rule. Like I think that people think that there's a mythical, you know, guidebook somewhere on Instagram that there's like the experts who know all the, like, no, it's just comes down to figuring out what really works for you as a person. So it depends on what works for you. And it also depends on what your goals are. Like, what are you trying to do on Instagram? That's going to play into your strategy too. I love that you mentioned there are no shoulds. And I think that that's such powerful advice for every aspect of your life beyond, you know, marketing or anything, you know, and I think it's important to highlight that because like you said, you know, people listening here are like us, we got lots of things going on. Most of us probably have kids. I don't know, but um, we feel that pressure that we should be doing something all the time. And it's not true. That's just pressure that you put on yourself. Um, I actually, I, to jump in here, I went to a therapist. It was shortly after I had my, my youngest daughter and she was like, you say should all the time. She's like, you're shooting all over yourself. And I was like, Oh, 
<laughs> blew my mind. I was like, that's so clever, but it's true, right? Like we all do it and it doesn't need to be like that. So that was literally the first thing that my therapist said to me when I started therapy, like in that first session, it's like, stop saying should. That's so funny. Okay. It's a therapist. Thing. Yeah. We learn it in therapist school and now everybody gets to know. <laughs> Free counseling for all you guys. There you go. <laughs> Okay. So just to recap for everyone listening, don't feel like you need to be on all the things on Instagram. Do what feels good for you. What's good for your people, all that good stuff. So let's start talking about the actual social media plan, the marketing plan. How can we go about setting up a plan for what we use this platform for in a way that really aligns with the fact that everyone listening is trying to launch digital products? Okay, so I'm just going off the cuff here. So I hope that this makes sense on the other side. So usually what the first thing that you need is clarity, like you need to know who you're speaking to and what you're trying to say or sell like you need to know what that is, because otherwise you're just going to spin your wheels and get really overwhelmed and frustrated when nothing is landing. So as soon as you know, you know what, so I'll take, I'll take myself for an example, because it's easy. Um, but if I, if I know that I'm going to be selling a workshop about Instagram insights, then I know that I'm going to talk about that for a whole month first, right? Like, so I know exactly what I need to talk about. So when you have clarity on what you're trying to sell, like what's your digital product about, talk about that. Like you need to make sure that that's part of your messaging so that you establish your expertise. So first thing is clarity on like what you're trying to sell and what you're trying to do, who you're speaking to also hugely important. Who's your perfect fit client, speak to that one person. Um, and then the second thing is I take on a high level overview first. So like, I, I'm really, really big on goal setting. Like I love setting goals. I love all the things. Um, so I'll always sit down at the beginning of every year and throughout the year as well to make sure that I'm on track. So what are your goals for the year? Or if that feels like too much, like I know some people are like, Ooh, I want to have a five-year plan to me. That feels like a lot. Like I can't bite off that much. Whereas like one year feels doable, but maybe even three months, like take off a quarter, right? So take off just a bite of whatever you can manage mentally. Um, and then have a goal in place for like what you're trying to do on that platform during that time. And then you're going to have like just having that framework for what to talk about is just going to give you, you're going to have ideas because you're going to know what you're talking about. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Now, can you give us, just for people listening who might be new to this, um, mm -hmm. can you give us an example for like, let's say we're working on setting a goal for the next three months for the next quarter. Um, what's a good example for a goal that we might set for ourselves? So if you're going to, if you have a digital product, right, because that's who's listening to this. So you have a digital product and it's, it's a course about photography, right? Like you're teaching other photographers, you're teaching product-based business owners how to do their own photography you know, that's your goal. So you want to get a certain number of people in your course, but you know, you know what you're trying to sell. And you also know who you're trying to sell it to. That's the most important part of your goal where you're like, okay, so I want to sell, I want to have 50 people in my course. And it's going to be a based towards product-based business owners who are just starting out. They can't afford to, you know, outsource their brand photography. So they want a DIY version. Like you just, the, the more details you can fill in on that, the better off you're going to be for who you're talking to. And when we actually use that insight to plan content, how specific should we be getting? Um, any recommendations about that? 
as far as like, I'm a little bit unsure of your question, to be honest. So let's say we have a goal for selling our course. You know, we want to get 50 new students into our course in the next quarter. Um, we want to be leveraging Instagram to, to actually fuel that growth, of course. Um, how So we know that's our high level goal for that quarter, but what's the next step in that planning? How specific do we need to get? Like Monday, I need to post this and talk about this. Tuesday, do you know what I mean? I do know. So the next step, I for me, the next step is always the customer journey. So this is going to get really geeky. So just like brace yourself because <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to come out at some point. So the customer journey, it's like any relationship. It always proceeds in the same order. Like someone is first going to be curious about you. They're not going to really know what you're about, but you somehow attract their attention, right? Like you're, they're like, oh, I wonder what this is. Then they're going to, so in a social media sense, this is when they stumble across your profile. So that's the attract portion then when that person is there, you need to nurture that relationship. Otherwise they're going to drop off. Like that's not going to last. So you need to nurture that relationship. And then once, once that's like, you've attracted them, you've nurtured them, then you want to invite them into working with you or invite them into like buying your course. And then you need to delight them. You need to knock their socks off at the end of the experience. That's, I know it doesn't sound like social media marketing, but referrals and like giving a great client experience is a huge part of your marketing strategy. So make sure that it's good on the other side. So attract, nurture, invite, delight. Those are the four steps. So if you have a really great strategy in place to attract new people, so let's say we're using Instagram. So reels are a great place to attract new people to your brand. If you're doing nothing but reels, but you're not nurturing or inviting, (laughs) your plan has a leak in it. Like nothing is going to happen. So you need to make sure that you're hitting all the steps of the customer journey That sounds like a lot to bite off, I know, which is not what we're about. So what I like to do is I like to lean into a different part of the plan at different times. So if I don't have anything to sell right now, right, then I'm going to focus on attracting new people to that brand and nurturing people. I'm not going to do any invite. Like I'm not going to promote anything. We're just nurturing, nurturing, nurturing and like attracting, doing those activities. So you're just going to lean to like where your business plan. That's where the full year comes in really handy because you can take a month off of promoting and just nurture. Or if you know, like you're gonna, you're gonna do a big launch in September, it's a good time to launch, right? It's like the the fall new year. (laughs) You can make sure that you're nurturing prior to that. And then you can go really hard on the promoting part of your strategy in September or whenever that looks for you. That's where I like to have the big picture. Um, As far as like the week, I know you asked like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, sometimes it can be easier to pick up if you have like a weekly game plan. But honestly, that comes down to you as a person, like what works in your brain. Um, For me, I don't have like a Monday, I post this Tuesday, I post that kind of plan at all. But I know for some people, it's like, you know, it's going to be tip Tuesday or uh, Friday faves or, you know, (laughs) there's all these things that people and it does make it easier to have some framework there. So that's if that's helpful for your brain, then do it for sure. Yeah, I know for some people, um, and it works that way for me, it's easier to batch content in advance when you do know, okay, Monday's when I share this and Tuesday's when I share that kind of thing. Um, Because then you can just do all batch, all of your Mondays at one time, all your Tuesdays at one time. Um, But yeah, that's just one strategy. It's definitely not like the only way to do it or um, like it's not a necessity for sure. Yeah. And I think it really just comes down to how your brain functions. Like as a person, I don't think that there's a right or a wrong. It's just what works for you. 
I'm totally obsessed with your description of the customer journey. So just to recap, you said attract, nurture, invite, and delight, right? Yeah. Uh, I love it. Did you come up with that rhyme at the end, invite, delight? No, this is from, okay, so one of my business mentors, I have to shout her out, is Rachel Cook. And I took her sweet spot strategy program and it's part of, I mean, she has some extra steps in there, but invite and delight are two of them. And I can't let them go. I'm like, I have to teach it like this. Cause it's so catchy. Also it's true, right? Like it's super true. So no, it's not my original thing, but I wish it was. Well, you know, it, it works. And it, like you said, it's true. So, you know, this is something that we're always going to teach no matter who you are. Um, I want to dive into each element of that customer journey and kind of brainstorm ideas for what kind of content and how you can actually dip into these on the platform. So starting with attract, you mentioned reels, but like how, how do we attract on Instagram? Reels for sure. Reels is the biggest one right now. Um, reels. I don't, have you played with reels at all, Eden? Oh no, I have no. not Maureen. And you're calling me out. No, I'm just no, kidding. no, no. Okay. So here's, this is perfect, actually because reels can be okay. So I don't want to be the person that's like, you should be doing reels. That's not who I am. Like, that's not what I'm going to tell you to do. So I'm not meaning to call you out. I don't want to put you on the spot. It took me forever. And I'm a social media expert. And I was like, eh, they're super buggy. Not going to lie. So it's a pain in the butt. Um, I'm working on like figuring out systems. And I think, I think this morning I actually nailed a workflow that actually works for me, but it's taken me months. Like how long have I been posting reels for? So, but reels, they are, if you're, if you're in the part of your marketing strategy where you're like, okay, I need to attract new people to your brand and I want to do it on Instagram. Reels are definitely something to consider if you have the bandwidth to do them. And if you're curious and excited, because if you're not feeling the good vibes. And if you're like, Ugh, someone told me that I have to do a real, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to land well on the other side. It's just not fun. So that's like the disclaimer there. <laughs> if you're comfortable on video, they're super fun when you get into it. Um, it's like a whole different, a whole different, I could geek out about reels forever and I won't, but reels are awesome. If it fits into the rest of your strategy and if you have the bandwidth for them. And then another thing, hashtags are another really great way to attract people to your brand. So there's a whole, another thing I could geek out about forever and ever, but hashtags are also awesome. I think those are the, two. and then the third one I would say is engagement. So bringing engagement into it, you really do get what you give with engagement. And the more people that you talk to, the more you're going to come, like you're going to pop into the top of their feeds. Like if you're talking to people on the platform and you're starting the conversations, your stories are going to move closer to the friend of the, the bubble row. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you're trying to attract people to your brand and also too, like when you're commenting on other people's posts, other people that are in that audience are going to see your stuff too. So then they're like, Oh, what's this person all about? And they're going to come on over. So those are, I would say the top three attract strategies on Instagram. You start to notice on Instagram that you are only seeing the same 10, 15 people. And then you realize, Oh, that means that other people are only seeing the same people. And yeah, you, so you kind of have to break out of that somehow. And I feel like the only way is like you said, you know, really commenting on other people's things, DMing them and reply to their stories, building those relationships. And it, it can be, if you're an introverted person like me, that can be exhausting, I think. And outsource this. <laughs> um, <laughs> you totally, you can get a VA or, you know, someone it's, it's really for that. It's important to, to find someone who's going to sound like you, I think you're going to get a lot more traction, but it's totally something you can outsource. 
that's interesting because I feel like for me, the biggest struggle with that is just making the time and prioritizing it in my schedule and make sure that I'm actually being intentional when I'm on the platform instead of just scrolling, you know? Yeah. But, that could be a thing where you're like, okay, I'm going to hire this person for an hour a week and, you know, 20 minutes a day or so they go in and they engage with people. That's an interesting. Yeah, and that, that does, it does make a difference. Cause we actually had it. We, this is something that we do for our clients, not to, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to promote here, but an hour a week is what we do for our clients. And actually one of our clients needed more content recently. She was like, Oh, I need more content. So we're like, we'll, we'll just take off some engagement time and then we'll push out more content for you. And then she contacted us back and she's like, why is my engagement down? What's this? We're not engaging. So she really felt it right away. It does make a difference. For sure. Okay. So that was the uh, attract part of the customer journey. What about nurture? What does that mean to, to nurture a relationship? So I think same thing where you're going out and you're engaging, you're talking to people, you're having conversations. So I like to challenge myself every month. I check how many DMs that I've sent and received and Instagram doesn't, I think they do now actually track this, but I'll count it up. I'll be like, Ooh, did I win against myself last month? Cause I want to be having as many conversations as possible. So I just try to amp that number up. So engagement is a big one. Then also this comes into the content that you're creating. So you want to create content that gives your reader a aha moment. Like we're like, Ooh, I didn't know that. Or like just a really quick win where they can just turn around and apply it right away. That's, that's going to make your content addicting. So that's going to keep them coming back for more. Yeah. Things. And, and when people struggle with content, I'd like to challenge them to think about what are knowledge gaps that you know, that your, your customers have that they don't know they have. Um, like how can you point that out in your content or what's a really useful uh, piece of information? And sometimes when you're so close to to your expertise and what you do, it's hard to figure that stuff out. This that is hard. You yeah. gotta kind of take a step back and go back to the basics and really analyze like what do people need to know? What are they missing right now? Even if it's super simple, it could be the most valuable thing. And sometimes that's what surprises me on Instagram. I might share something that's so simple and people are like, oh my God, that's great. And they share it. Yeah, it's that Mm -hmm. aha, right? They're like, oh, I didn't know that. And you are, it's true. It's like the the curse of knowledge, right? Where you're so close to it and you're so, you're in it all the time and you don't even realize. I legit had this happen with my last reel where I I put for the captions, like, did you know this? Thinking everybody knows this. Like, this is like Instagram 101, the most basic thing. No, there was a ton of people that were like, oh, this is, this is so helpful. Like I didn't know, like nobody knew. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Nobody. Okay. You just don't know. So put it out anyways, even if, and also think back to like light bulb moments that you've had, right? Like, even if it was a year ago, talk to yourself a year ago, if that makes any sense. Yeah. A lot of times we are creating products and services for earlier versions of ourselves. Totally. Yeah. Okay. When we talk about inviting people, how do we do that on Instagram it, it, without being too salesy? You don't have to be gross about it. We're very, I hate that. You don't have to be gross about it at all. You just, I think it comes down to, you have, you've attracted them. They're curious about you for some reason, right? They've raised their hand. They want more content from you. Then you've nurtured that relationship. Like you've really, you know, showed up as a person and been helpful like that that's that's nice like people like that obviously like you like content that's helpful to you so then there's no there's nothing gross about asking for the sale at that point right like if you if you've nurtured that relationship and you're going to have people in every part of the journey at all times like they're not going to be like all of your audience is in the 
the nurture portion, like they might be closer to the attract, right? Like, I don't know if that even makes sense, but they're going to be in a different spot. Um, so yeah, basically just ask, just ask. Like, I know that that sounds super obvious, but it's really easy to kind of get stuck in the nurture phase. I find like, Oh, provide value. Like this is what we're told to do. So we're doing that, but we're forgetting to invite people and remind them, like tell them all the time what you do. <laughs> Cause some people don't, they don't pick it up unless you're talking about it all the time. So make sure that you are reminding people what you do, how they can hire you, how they can work with you, how they can buy your course where they need to go. It sounds super basic, but you really do have to call your audience to action and tell them exactly what they need to do to get it. Cause otherwise they're just gonna, they're not gonna do it. I think a good example here is like you not inviting them on Instagram. That's the platform you choose to be on. is sort of like having a sales page without the button to buy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and people feel awkward about it, but don't because you need to give the people the information in order to take that next step. And if your product really is a solution to a problem they have, you're doing them a disservice by not inviting them. And that's not fair to them. Um, so, and I, and I do think that there's a balance, you know, you don't want every single day, unless you're in an open cart period to be inviting people to work with you and buy your products, but you should strike a balance where you make sure that you somewhat regularly, regularly are telling them, here's what I do. Here's how you can work with me. Here's the products that are really going to help you. Um, but yeah, any, any comments on, on striking that balance? Yeah, I think, and this is just, again, what works for me might not work for everybody, but what works for me is really knowing what my promotional periods are going to be. So I look at, I look at my, my year and then I break it down and I look at my quarter. I'm like, okay, so these are my next three workshops that I'm going to have. So right before that, like, it's kind of like a digital product, right? Where you, you really want to push that. I don't push it for a long time, but for a week or two prior to the actual workshop, I'm going to make sure people have it on their calendar. So I'm going to be talking about it a lot. Whereas in the two weeks, like right after a workshop, I'm just going to shut up about my workshops for a little bit, you know, <laughs> because they don't, it's going to provide like it's audience fatigue. Like you don't want to be selling all the time. So for me, it just comes in like kind of in phases where it's like, right be like it's the launch really it's like a mini version of it but that's what it is so just knowing the season that you're in and then leaning harder into like attract or invite whatever matches to your goal that's what works for me yeah and you won't need to worry that people are going to be annoyed that you are inviting them to something as long as you really focused and leaned in on that nurture aspect before agreed yeah, uh, because 100%. people will remember if they hear you talking about your product you have for sale, they're going to remember all of the great information that you gave them. And they're going to be like, oh, that was really great information. So the product must be even better, especially if I have to pay for it. Well, and honestly, what it comes, they're not even going to, if you're just promoting, they're not going to see your stuff and you're going to think the algorithm sucks. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen. Like if all you do is promote, people are going to lose interest. Like they're not it's, it's addicting when you get those light bulb moments. Like that's what you want to be giving. You want to be giving them tips that they can turn around and apply. So if you're doing that, they're going to be like, Ooh, what does she have today? Cause it's going to make my life better. Then they're listening when you're ready to invite or promote. Otherwise it's just like white and we don't even see it. Like we're bombarded with so much of that stuff. I think specifically of the, there's this one Instagram account that I follow. Um, I'll shout them out here. Um, as a toddler mom, it's called Big Little Feelings. Do you know that? Do you know I that? I don't. I should. I have big little feelings, not big, big feelings. <laughs> so it's it's 
I would say for anyone who has a, a kid a year to five years old or so, um, and it just teaches you how to prevent tantrums, basically. Um, who doesn't want that, right? And they have yeah. amazing content, like such valuable content where like, I always watch their stories. I always read their posts and they do have a course and it's like a $99 course. It's not even that crazy expensive. Um, and that's the only service they provide is that course. Everything else is free on there. Like they're just always nurturing. They lean hard in the nurture aspect. And I don't think they ever really launch. They just have an evergreen course. Which can work. Like as long as you, as long as they're remembering to say that they have the course and here's how to buy it. Exactly. Yeah. Now they have a crazy big following, like 2 million or something. Right. But even if you don't have a kid, I would actually recommend go following them just so you can see the types of content that they have um, because it is very valuable and and it's good to take inspiration from people who are doing it really well. Um, And obviously they're doing great with the algorithm if they have that many followers. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. Good for them. That's cool. Well, just wanted to shout that account out because I think it's great. Um, and then the last part of the customer journey that you mentioned was delight. Now, delight is when somebody actually buys your product and now you're wooing them with the great products and services that you have. Um, what element of that, if any, can we take to the Instagram platform? Well, I think it's going to come down to you're going to get really great testimonials and social proof is a really important part of a marketing strategy too, right? Like you want to prove that there's people in there that are enjoying your product. So if you're getting those shout outs and like you're, if you're given a client experience, you're going to be getting that kind of feedback. That's really important. Um, And then referrals, like I said, that's not necessarily on Instagram, but it is a really important part of a marketing strategy. Like you want people to be telling their friends, right? Um, I'm just trying to think. I think testimonials is the biggest part of it. And I think you can help um, set up systems off of Instagram that encourages engagement on Instagram. So let's say you have a course, you know, after module one, someone completes module one and you're so excited. They're so excited. You can send them an email with an Instagram story template and have them go to Instagram and say, I just completed module one. And then they're going to tag you. And now you can share that. And, uh, and you get that extra engagement there. Um, plus you're promoting your course without promoting your course in a sense, right? Cause you're yeah. showing the student that's in the process of completing it. So there are ways that throughout whatever it is that you do with your products and with your launches to encourage people off Instagram, to go onto Instagram and kind of speak for you, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. Or whatever your platform of choice choice is. Like most of this does work across the board for social media platforms, you know? So I love that. I think this is something that you're really good at, Eden, where you you have the systems. You're a systems person. Like I think you just you're so organized with this stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, like I always say when someone says I and that I'm organized, I'm like, well, you think I'm organized. <laughs> no, but even just having that idea, like it's how your brain works where you think of a system to do the thing that you need it to do. That's awesome. Well, you know, I, yeah, I, I like to pull people in multiple different directions. You know, if somebody's signing up for a five day challenge, I want their friends to know that they signed up for the five day challenge. So I send them a template to go on Facebook, to go on Instagram, to share that they did that. Um, and that's just like free marketing for you. And, uh, it's like a little testimonial in a sense that's going out all across the web and that, you know, puts out little feelers. And I think those little steps make a big difference, especially very powerful. Yeah. Especially if you're not like super active on Instagram, because 
or any social media platform because I'm admittedly I'm not, you know, I am not the, this is why I have other people come and talk about social media because I don't really love it and I'm not that great at it. So the little things that I can do to boost it, like that's what I'm going to take advantage of. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It's working. So you good. See, like I said, like, it's not, it's not like there's one thing that's going to work for everybody because you've obviously figured out how this is going to work for you and how to make the platform work for you without having to be on it all the time. Yeah. And there's a million different ways to do that. Yeah. Definitely not one size fits all for sure. Uh-huh. Okay. So with that, we could talk, you and I could talk forever, Doreen. I feel like we <laughs> enable <laughs> Um, any last minute words of advice for people creating their marketing plan? Uh, don't overthink it, I think would be my biggest advice is just put it out there. Honestly, even if it's not perfect or exactly what you think it needs to be. Clarity comes from doing, not from planning, right? Like you can plan and you can plan and you can plan and you can try to figure it out. You can listen to a million podcasts and that's awesome. But at the end of the day, like you're only going to get the clarity that you need when you actually do the launch or when you show up and do like, it's the only way. And it's super uncomfortable. And sometimes you're going to fail at it and it's going to suck, but it literally, it's the only way. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) You have a freebie that's going to help people, uh, easily or more easily use Instagram. Tell us a little bit about your plug and play freebie that you have. Ooh, that's the freebie. Okay. I was like, what freebie is she talking about? Okay. That's the freebie. Okay. So it's basically just some caption starters where we do, we do gear our caption starters according to the client journey that we talked about, attract, nurture, invite, delight. So while delight is not so much one, but it's attract, nurture, invite. So if you're in an invite stage, then this is a caption that might work for you. And we try to make them work for product or service-based businesses. Um, anyways, yeah, there's just some caption starters and you can download them and you can basically just plug and play and you're good to go on a few captions. So you have to think about those a little bit less. Awesome. And we will have the link for you all to grab that um, in our show notes. So make sure you do that. And where can we find you on uh, on social media? I think I have a guess. <laughs> oh, oh, you'll never guess. It's actually club. No, I'm just kidding. It's Instagram. <laughs> um, Instagram for sure. Knapp.creative. And then our website is knapcreative.ca. And that's really the hub for everything. But mostly Instagram is where we look to hang out. Awesome. We're going to have those links as well. So you don't have to worry about spelling or anything. Uh, Definitely go follow Doreen and continue learning from her. Obviously she's amazing. And Doreen, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me on. This is so fun. We legit could talk all day, Eden. (laughs) Hey, Rebel Boss. Do you want to learn how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days? If yes, grab the free roadmap over at edenfree.com forward slash RBL. That's edenfree.com forward slash RBL. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review and to share on social media. Your support really does mean the world. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up. We'll see you next time.